Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 686, recorded live on May 29th, 2021, and here are your hosts, the man who got some solar panels installed on his roof, Dave Pillay. That's me! And the man whose oak tree has finally gotten all of its leaves to cover his roof, Andy Lowe. Hi. I mean, at least it keeps your house cooler in the summer. Yes, that is true. Right? Yes. But, you know, in the wintertime, that, that tree is just bare. Yeah. So I have a, a very large ash tree in my front yard. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's big. But thankfully, it doesn't get onto the roof. What it does do is it blocks the view of the solar panels from the ground. Oh, that's nice. So, so until you're, like, in my driveway you can't really see the panels well that's good yeah my, my house if you look on it on google maps um you cannot see the house because <laughs> there's a big tree yes in the way of the house yes yeah well if you look at my house on google maps evidently you misjudge the size of my roof uh because that happened the company that came out here to put the solar panels up is a contracted company from the company that sold me we're going to put solar panels on your roof okay and you know cool whatever that's like that's the business right yeah so, like the company yeah. that got me advertises on facebook because they have the money to advertise on facebook these guys are installing it because the guy who actually used to work for the first one um quit his job with that company to found his own solar panel installation company because there's so much demand for it right now. I, I could see that. But he comes by and like they, they start putting things up on the roof and they go up on the roof and thankfully he knows what he's doing. The first thing he does is measures things. And it turns out the measurement given to him in the original design by the company that I had, I had contracted with uh, was off by six feet. Oh. They thought like- my roof was six feet longer than it actually is. Oh, they thought it was... Oh, so they estimated the wrong direction. <laughs> I mean, they, they thought they had more room to put things on the roof. Mm-hmm. They did not. So it took them a little longer to put them up than it normally would because they had to redesign the entire thing. But they're up there. Oh, I see what they did. Are you looking at my house? Yeah, I'm looking at your house. You're looking at my... Should I, well, hang on, let me go look at my house on Google Maps. Exciting things for an audio-only podcast. Dave and Andy looking at pictures. We've we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's my house, right? Yep, that's my house. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see where things are. Especially if you're talking about the front part of your house. Yeah. Where that that cutoff is. So there's the second story on the left side, which is the roof that's over like one of the guest bedrooms in the office. And that's what they estimated to be longer than it actually is. Yeah. If you go from your ridge line all the way down to the bottom of the first floor roof. Nope. Nope. Other direction. That see, that would make sense. No, no, no. They misjudged the width. The width? How yep. could they misjudge the width? I don't know, but they misjudged the width. <laughs> okay, never mind then. I, I thought I had... <laughs> Because if you measure... You're like, oh, yeah, no, I get that. Because, like, there's a secondary roof there. And if you, yeah. like, think if that you, it's all just one roof... No, they misjudged the width by six feet. Six feet is the width of a car. Yeah. So look at the car in my driveway. That's how much they misjudged the roof. Also, whose car is that? Well, according to the map data, it's supposed to be 2021. 2021? Yeah. Because there's my new porch in the backyard. Yeah. yeah I was like, there's your wall back there. Whose car? is that 
We don't park outside. Who the hell is that? Yeah, there's the new wall and the, the new porch in the backyard, but I have no idea whose car that is. Hold on, let me see. Do you have a timeline on your thing or no, not 2021? I wonder whose car that is in my neighbor's yard because that's not their car either. <laughs> They have a white Tesla and a black pickup truck. That might be the black pickup truck. That's two over. Two over is the the black, and 18. 18 Maple Run Court is the black pickup truck in their driveway. But oh. 14, that, that's a blue car. Could be, well, the, the, it's hard to tell because you have that flare off the backside. Yeah. Which could mess with the data. But they also park in their garage. Well, I This I, is a relatively recent picture, too. Yeah, I'm trying to find if... Right? Sometimes no, you those can... are gone. They took those out. No, this isn't from 2021. This isn't? This can't be. No, this has to be from 2020 because that this bunch of trees and bushes are gone. They pulled them out. So I don't know. I don't know when this is from, but it's from before uh, October of 2020. I, I could probably, t- I would try and tell you about my house, but all I see is tree. There's just a tree. Andy's house is nothing but tree. Yep, nothing but tree. And I feel like that's the uh, episode title right there. Nothing but tree? Nothing but tree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't 2021. Regardless of what the map data at the bottom says. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I have solar panels, Andy. And not only do I have solar panels, but um, the inverter in the basement, there's a device that's going to plug into it that will capture the data from each of the panels. So I'll be able to know how much power each individual panel is producing at any given time. Now, did you get batteries too or no? Are you going straight onto the grid? It goes straight back to the grid. Okay. Um, Yeah. No, I didn't bother getting batteries because for me, unless I make the decision to change it, uh, there's no difference in price during the day versus during the night. Oh, okay. So batteries wouldn't do you any good. Not really. If I overproduce, it just goes back to the grid. I'm looking through my neighborhood though. There's actually a couple other people with solar panels as visible on google maps i'm looking at my house from when mm-hmm. somehow the previous owners had lived there they had a boat next to our garage and it looks like they had a pop-up camper parked out front and a massive trampoline in the back yeah that's probably did why they probably did that is probably why they cut that tree branch Ugh, people man not a, a fan of tree branch cutting well there's now just a big gaping hole in our yard that's not covered by the tree ah. because it looks like they had a trampoline back there and then probably cut off that tree branch. So they, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, solar panels are a big thing here right now, evidently looking through the neighborhood and just scanning along in Google Maps. Uh, also, the conversations I had with the engineer who put them on was like, yeah, made my own company because there is such high demand. I mean, I signed for these things in October. <laughs> it is now the end of May. Oh, that was my excitement for the week. <laughs> Looked like you had some. I saw something about like a, a mixing board going down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Friday before Memorial Day. Yeah, a.k.a. <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday, yes. I um, I get into work. Everything seems to be okay. There's some rain going on and some thunderstorms, but nothing too bad. And then at 935, <clears throat> the power goes out in the building. Yeah. And I go, oh, that's not good. 
So I wait, I wait the five seconds, our backup generator turns on, ramps up to speed, lights come back on again. I'm like, sweet, backup generator started like it's supposed to. So I start doing my tour of the building, you know, checking all the UPS units and everything, making sure all the computers booted back up correctly, the ones that aren't on UPS units, making sure, you know, none of the UPS units failed in the process. And um, the main AM studio in the building who had a live morning show going on that at the time, turns out that whole studio is not on the UPS unit. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Oh, so, no. But no, 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 that was fine. That was fine. Getting Switching mm-hmm. from no power to generator, that went fine. Um, so I, I made a note, you know, in my to-do list today. Hey, write a letter to uh, corporate to, you know, get approval to purchase UPS unit for KZO Studio. Mm-hmm. So I'm still going around my rounds and the lights flicker off and then turn back on again. And I can hear the generator ramp down, which means we're back on regular power. And the generator is going through its whole cool down cycle before it shuts down. I'm like, OK, good. We're back again. So I just, you know, I know, OK, KZO had a problem. Let me go back into the Casio Studio. Come into the studio. There's a computer monitor in there that controls our automation. Everything on that computer monitor screen now has a red tint to it. And the the board, every single channel, if you look at that picture, those green dots mean there's there's audio coming out of every single channel on that board. And every single channel on that board is just going Oh, <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound like it's supposed to happen. No. And I'm just like, well, shit. (laughs) And it's a live show going on there right now. I look at my watch. I'm like, okay, he's got 20 minutes left in his show. There's no way in heck that I could think of a solution and and implement it in, you know, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just take the, the, I take the rest of the show, throw it into automation, throw basically every single piece of, you know, commercial that he was supposed to play during his show, all of the, you know, news reports and everything. I took everything that was in the system, turned the board off, let the system just run. I'm like, okay, I've got us done to the end of the show. Let me see if I can fix this. And then hopefully, you know, we can come back on and I can, I unplug the board thinking, okay, maybe it's an issue with the power outlet or something. And I plug it into another outlet in the room. I run it in, I run an extension cord into the other room to check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. There's something wrong with the board itself. And I'm like, well, crap. <laughs> what, what do I do now? And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is before a holiday weekend. So I've got, you know, this is the only live show. And then one of the guys comes in, he's like, um, is this going to be okay for the show on Saturday? And I'm just like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, but we got, we got two hours of live show on Saturday that we're doing. I'm like, okay. So I have the rest of the day to figure this out. And then one of our other guys comes in and looks at it and he goes, oh shoot. Um, is this going to be okay for the baseball game? And I'm like, yeah, no tigers games. That's fine. That's automated. You don't have to run the board. He's like, no, 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 no. We've got a Western baseball game going live at two (laughs) 30. So now I'm looking at it going, okay, it's 10 (laughs) o'clock. I originally four thought, hours. <laughs> yeah, I originally thought I had all weekend. Then mm-hmm. it jumped down to one day, and then it jumped down to four hours. Like, well, shoot, now I've got four hours to figure something out here. <laughs> and that board is smaller than every other board I have in the building. So I can't take any other board in the building except one. I found one. It was the Prod Studio next door. Had a small little 10-fader board that could actually fit in there. The problem is that that 10-fader board was being used to record a program for the weekend and wasn't going to be done until 12.30. So I had my, my four hours suddenly became two hours. So I'm like, okay, this is great. I've got two hours now. You know, I've got two hours to prep. And then I got two hours to disassemble and reassemble. So it was, ugh. 
But you did it. Yes, I did it. I finished. And then had some really interesting conversations that were way beyond me on Facebook. Yeah, you're talking engineers talking audio over IP stuff. So there's a, a lot of things in that conversation. Most of it is like, oh, you should just go digital. And I'm just like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> you're like, I know, jackass. <laughs> I've, I've been saying that for years. So yeah, it's, the guy's telling me things I'm like, yeah, I know. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I know. Okay. And then I get home and we're having dinner. Tiger's game comes on. And the Battle Creek station, which runs the Tigers, goes off the air. And I'm just like, what the hell? Oh, no. Oh, I didn't hear about this part. Yeah, no, because it was seven something at night when the Tigers came came on. Yeah. And so, so Battle Creek went off the air. And yes, then I drove over to Battle Creek because we had we have an issue with the satellite dish. Big 12 foot satellite dish. Like when you think of the old school satellite dishes, not yeah, your direct like the TV ones one. you see outside of a, a like TV or radio station. Yes. The big boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, the guys who installed the, the pole that we mount that one on did something wrong. Not sure exactly what but the whole thing started to lean forward and when you have a big 12 foot satellite dish and you're trying to hit a satellite leaning satellite that is like hundreds of miles i think it's in geostationary orbit so you know van allen belt no not van allen belt no what's the geostationary orbit belt called geostationary orbit yeah did they i thought they named it after uh asimov so the asimov belt what Nope. No. Nope. Not the Asimov belt. Ooh, lucky star. Geostationary the belt. Asteroids. That was a good book. Oh, it's the Clark belt. The Clark belt? Yeah, for Arthur C. Clark. Yeah, I, no, I knew who it would be for. Yeah. Part of space above sea level, plane of the equator, where near geostationary orbits may be implemented. I was, I was close. I knew it was one of the, t- <laughs> you know, one of the guys. <laughs> one of the pioneering science fiction authors in yep. American history. Mm-hmm. I was just off by one. Yeah. So yeah, so the whole thing the whole thing was leaning and so it kept on losing lock to the satellite. Well the new satellite I, receivers I bet are, it was. Yeah. Um the new satellite receivers are smart where they actually have an IP backup link. So the satellite receiver, if it loses signal for X amount of time, it will actually drop the satellite signal and switch to an IP, just a stream, and turn basically into a streaming server. Just pick okay. IP, IP address connect, and it switches. I mean, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the problem is is when it's leaning, but not enough to completely lose lock. So, oh, so it kept getting locked so it couldn't switch over. It would lock and Even unlock and lock and unlock. Yeah, and then switch over. Oh. And while it would switch over, I'd get a silence alarm. So my email had literally just dozens and dozens of emails from the... the um, silent alarm. Yeah, going off. Silence alarm. Very different than a silent alarm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wish... Is there a way to do a video screenshot of your phone? Like record a screenshot? You mean record a, a video, a screencast, as it were? Yes. Uh, I know you can with certain apps. I know Apple has it natively. I have one on my phone called X Recorder that I believe I installed. Yeah, I installed one called X Recorder. All right, let's see if I can get that down. <laughs> Screen recorder, okay. Have you reviewed this at all or no? Nope. Okay. So yeah, so I thought it was the satellite dish. Turns out it wasn't the satellite dish. 
mm-hmm. because after the first time I had learned that the satellite dish was out of alignment, I took big heavy duty chains and one of those like ratcheting things you see on flatbed trucks that hold down, you know, construction equipment. And I basically latched it to the, the actual building and the foundation and ratcheted the thing back up closer to alignment. So it was actually still getting signal there, but we had a power outage in Battle Creek mm-hmm. and there's no room for a generator in the studio because the studio is in the middle of a high rise building. So there's there's no there's no place for us to put a generator. Um so it turns out uh, allow pop up window. Yes. I guess yes. I mean that's how it records, so right. yeah. <laughs> Um, so we have an IP audio link from the satellite dish to the studio because that way we can do audio telemetry, all the, all the bells and whistles. Um, turns out the receive unit up on the roof of the building, um, was freaking out. It was connecting disc. The audio was connecting and disconnecting over and over and over again. But the software that controlled it thought everything was fine. And Uh, when I, not usually a good thing. No. And when I tried to do a reboot for some odd reason, I guess it only does a soft reboot of the box and not a hard reboot of the box. So the software didn't think there was a problem, so it I guess it didn't do a full reset. So it just kept on going on and off. So I had to I had to get up to the 21st floor of the building and literally physically unplug the box and plug it back in again. <laughs> I I hope with 21 floors there's an elevator. Yes, to the 19th floor. And the tower floor. was back. The the elevator only goes up to the 19th floor. Okay. Oh no, you would have climbed two Three. floors. Yeah. Oh, how terrible. Yep. I used to have to climb four floors of stairs to go from the place where I parked to my office. It was up. Let's see. So if I parked on G2 Yoda, it was up to down a ramp on uh, the connections underground there and then up to and then down to through a tunnel up one down to cross across down two, And then going back to the car is, of course, the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we maybe, like, move on to topics? Yeah. We've no. got a number of them. Sorry, I'm in the middle of recording this screenshot. Oh, right. You're recording something on your phone. What are yes. you recording on your phone? My emails. Oh, to show me how many emails there are? Yes. You know, you could yes. just count them. <laughs> okay. How do I send this to you? I don't know. I send it to you in Hangouts. Yes, here we go. Okay. It's uploading. All right, so topics while we wait for this file to upload. Um, yeah. EA posted, I found this hilarious, EA posted their um, quarterly reports because they're a publicly traded company. Right. Um, oh, sorry, this was an annual report with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Okay. 29% of all the money it brought in is through the ultimate team modes of FIFA, Madden, NHL, NBA, and UFC. What is the ultimate team mode? Is this is the... Just the, like, I, I have a team and I play with people or what? The, these are the uh, things where you get the loot boxes. Oh, loot boxes. Yeah. Uh, it enables you to build teams using any players from the um, the, the game. And um, you can win coins to buy better players or packs, which contain random players or moments that can get you better and better players. I wonder which one is bringing in the most. I have to guess it's FIFA. Yeah, no, FIFA has just been. Right. It's got to be FIFA. Well, that's impressive. I mean, that's a lot of money. $1.62 billion and 29% of all the money it brings in. So triple it, uh, 1632, 48, so call it 40, 
yeah, call it fifty billion dollars revenue, right? No, five billion, not 50, yeah, no, five, billion. five, yes. Like fifty billion seems like a lot. Five billion dollars <laughs> in revenue. It's a lot five, of money. Five point four, if I'm redoing my math right. Uh, maybe because I divide one point, I one point six two divided by point two nine. Yeah, that should give it to you. Yeah, and what is it? Five point four. Okay. But still, almost a third of their revenue is coming in from basically the, these, the, the sports games, the sports games, and specifically the the loot box mode in sports games that multiple people have been, multiple governments have been looking into as a source of gambling. Yeah, which maybe they might want to rethink their, their their revenue model. It's working for now. Yes, for I now mean, it seems to be working great for them. Props to them, right? It's giving them what they want right now, for now. God, man, the amount of freaking DraftKings, Twin Peaks, online sports betting, you name it, company ads that have been showing up on our stations. It's... Oh, no. Hey, the money... Believe me, after the last year of nobody having any money to advertise, I hate to say it, but we'll take it. Yeah, but, like, it's bad, Andy. I know. You don't want that. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, man, wait until the cannabis guys are actually allowed to advertise on the radio. Oh, yeah, it's legal there, isn't it? Yep, Not but, the advertising part, but like the just the industry. Yes, but it's only legal in the state. It's still illegally federally, and technically, since we're a federally regulated broadcast. They can't advertise on the radio? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Yep. What if they what if they advertised for like something else? <laughs> like what if I sold candy at the store and I bought an ad and the name of the store is, you know, like very obviously weed based. And I'm like, come buy candy from us. There was actually um uh this has been a while ago, but there was a hydrophonics hydro hydroponics? Yeah. Hydroponics store in Kalamazoo. Yeah. Called Green Earth Hydro. Okay. So they Pretty sold, sure I know what sort of stuff they sell. <laughs> yeah. Hydrophonics hydroponics and grow lights supplier. So, you know, we all we all knew what they were doing, but they still wanted to advertise. And I I remember hearing the story where somebody's like, "Well, everybody's got to grow tomatoes, right?" <laughs> yeah, tomatoes. Yeah, so that was, if I remember correctly, the advertising was like something, 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 tomatoes. <laughs> you know, so they they just took. <laughs> Basically, any time that you would be talking about marijuana, they just replaced it with the word tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, I get to... I'm going to be in Michigan. That's an interesting thought. Anyway... Would you like me to get you some tomatoes? tomatoes. I'm looking for edible tomatoes. <laughs> Wait, they're all edible. Yeah, well... No, no, no. You're not looking for tomatoes. You're looking for tomatoes. Yes. Yes. Maybe. I need to figure out what to do in Muskegon. I think we mentioned this last time, right? Michigan Adventure... Silver Sides. Submarine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's literally all I've got in Muskegon. Sit and read a book for hours and bring the Switch and play on the Switch for hours. That's, that's what's going to happen when I go to Muskegon. So speaking of the Switch. Yeah. Um, Do we have a Switch topic? Well, Switch adjacent because uh, supposedly Valve is back to building hardware again. Yeah. You know... I mean, at this point, do you believe that? 
Uh, wait, did I not post the topic? I don't see it on the list. I had the tab open with all my other tabs. Yeah. I must, I must have skipped right over it. I wonder what that says, Andy. Uh, it, it was a long day yesterday, and I stayed up till 2 a.m. last night to finish reading the, the book club book, book for club today, book. which I didn't even get all the way through that. I got through part of the way through it, and I reached 2 a.m., and I'm just like, I need to sleep. I just... I'm like, I'm reading the pages on my phone because that's how I could download it for free. Um, and, you know, it's at that point where, like, I accidentally read the same page like three times in a row. I'm like, you know what? Nope. Need to go to bed. Yeah. Valve's new hardware? Question mark. There we go. Now it's on the list. So, like, yeah, they're they're looking at doing hardware. Sure. They've been looking at doing hardware. We had this whole thing with the Valve PC. I'm... Until, like, what do they want it to do? Are they looking for, like, a portable computer that can hook up to Steam? Uh, yes. So, uh, the Steam DB owner and operator spotted a change in the Steam's code, which pointed to a new device named Steam Pal. Mm-hmm. The name is a derivative of a previously discovered code term, Neptune, which began appearing in <laughs> September of last year. At the time, curious code crawlers thought this discovery referred to some kind of controller. I mean, but like, okay, so they're saying it's a switch that's going to be like a Steam compatible switch, but half the games on Steam that are worth playing need like a computer to play them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get that the hardware is, is good and you can can make it small but like i need a i need a mouse and keyboard that's true but there's other games on steam super meat boy i can think of off the top of my head where they literally start up the game going you probably want a controller for this but would you pay four hundred dollars for a computer to play those games well i i don't like those games anyway so no What's wrong with Super Meat Boy? I, it's, it's like somebody decided, hey, Super Mario Brothers, not hard enough. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, but let's make it more precise. Yes. And uh, the other thing was the fact that uh, Gabe was in New Zealand yep. talking to a bunch of kids at a school. Yep. And one of the kids asked him, uh, will Steam be porting any games on consoles or will, will it just stay on PC? And the answer was, you will get a better idea of that by the end of this year. And it won't be the answer you expect. You'll say, aha, now I get what he was talking about. <sighs> okay. I mean, if they do... Good for them. But, mm-hmm. like, it needs to be web-enabled, right? Like, how else? Are, I'm not going to go to GameStop and buy a Steam cartridge. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's got to be. It, well, you, you throw Wi-Fi on it. That's not too bad, right? Yeah, okay. You so throw, take their old Steam machines and make them portable. Yes. Do you I think mean, it'll I've, be... I've got to... Well, hang on. Do you, do you think it'll be just a, um, like, a sling box? Like, you'll still run Steam on your actual computer and you'll just have this somewhere else that it won't be truly portable in the way that the switch is oh so something like a almost like a stadia yeah but with the with its own well no because stadia is streaming from their servers yes right this is like the the steam link remember steam link yeah yeah i have one literally right here i can see it it's on my floor under my tv so but, this would be like a Steam Link, except it would have its own screen and okay. own controller. So I've got a Steam library, not as massive as yours. But still pretty massive. Yes. <laughs> Let's be clear, sir, <laughs> as you throw me under the proverbial bus. 
I, I, I would want to open up Steam right now, but it's uh, I'd have to sign into Steam to see it. And what is it? Is Steam Steam DB? Does that tell me all my fun stuff? It should. Okay. Yes. Sign in through Steam, please. Thank you. Steam Guard. Hold on. <laughs> I love that the notification just pops up exactly with what I need. Hey, don't go away yet. <laughs> Submit my authenticator code. Uh, calculator. How do I find out my info? Here we go. 387 games. Okay, so it's not bad. <laughs> I have half that many games unplayed. <laughs> I have over 200 unplayed games in my Steam library, thanks to a forgotten humble mon- uh, monthly bundle subscription. Oops. <laughs> Oops. I kind of subscribed to it and then just kind of forgot about it. And then I came back and I'm like, oh, I get to pick like a hundred games. So, yeah, no, I've got an okay size. Yeah. But I don't have 300 plus games installed on my computer here. No. They're installed. You know, I go, hey, install game. Pulls it from yeah. the Steam database, the Steam server. Yeah. Right. Puts it on my computer. Okay, yes. so we take that one step out. Yeah. You still have, you could still have, you know, save files and all the other fun stuff. But, Andy, the, the ha- have it. Hosting downloadable install files is very different than hosting a service where they run the game for you and stream it to your console. Yes, but I've seen it done, and it's it was done well. Granted, by yes, Google. Valve, yeah, by Google, true. But you're talking about Stadia, yes, which was a huge investment, and also hasn't really panned out for them the way they were hoping. No, but Valve takes that idea and runs with it. Yeah. I probably won't pan out as well either. I mean, all of Valve's hardware has not panned out. Yep. Um, but I have a feeling that's where they're going with that. I have a feeling they're going to do something where they host the game. They just stream. All right, so you you think it's going to be a console that streams content where, where you're, I mean, you're just sending the controls back to them mm-hmm. and they're sending the picture back to you. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a Steam Link with its own screen where you're effectively doing that, but from your own computer. <laughs> I, I smell something coming up here. I mean, I already owe you a dinner. <laughs> I was going to say, does that smell like dinner? <laughs> that, that might smell like dinner. Oh, yeah, uh, I do like that neither of us are like, oh, no, it'll be a thing that you can install games on and play them locally. Yeah, no. Okay, so if there's, given that there's this new hardware, right, we're going to yes. just say that happens, right? New Valve Steam Pal. A, a console-like thing. Yes. You think it's going to be paired with a Stadia-like system. Yes. I'm going to say I th- Steam Pal, Dave, locally hosted, Andy, cloud hosted. Does, yeah. Is that? Okay. I think that's that's a good enough description. Okay. Or if you prefer, Andy, Stadia, Dave, Steam Link. Okay. I've got it. I've got it on the list here. Okay. <laughs> what? Are, do we have anything else on the list live right now? No, I not that I... I know I owe you for the PlayStation 5. Yes, I think that's the only thing. I think we, we had... I think we have... We had called all other bets up to that point. I think the PlayStation 5 was the only outstanding one, and that one got called, so... Yeah, I thought it was going to be more expensive than it was. Mm-hmm. Although, I'll point out, the only way to buy a PlayStation 5 <laughs> is to pay the more expensive price. <laughs> I feel like I kind of win that, actually. <laughs> 
All right, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, speaking of other announcement news, uh, Rockstar Games is launching a record label, which let me tell you that the soundtrack for um, GTA 4 and GTA 5, <clears throat> heck, heck, the the GTA radio stations. You, the, you, the, the radio was like actual artists. Yes, but there were also some people who had created songs specifically for grand theft auto yes grand theft auto and gta 4's radio was pretty good yeah no i actually because i had i had gotten the collector's edition with the um safety deposit box and the duffel bag yeah which also came with the official soundtrack and i actually my favorite thing i got was i actually got because uh, Herbie Hancock was on there with an original piece i got it played on the jazz station at eastern <laughs> I'm like, I just, I just walk into the music director. I'm like, I know this is going to sound weird, but here's a new Herbie Hancock. And she's like, oh, well, let me take a listen. And she came back then and she's like, I I played it on my show. You know, I tried to explain to people where it came from, but I'm not sure I did it right. And I'm just like, that's fine. (laughs) Here's a new piece by Herbie Hancock, uh, available in a video game. (laughs) Yeah, now I want to listen to, like, GTA 4's music. Well, it's probably YouTube channel somewhere, right? Probably. Spotify, YouTube, somewhere. Yeah, it was a freaking good soundtrack. So, yeah, so they're starting up their own record label uh, in a partnership with dance music promoter Circo Loco. Okay. Because um, they have already collaborated in the past. Yeah. So, is this just a way for them to get around, like, licensing fees? <laughs> or is just... To just make their own record label? Maybe. Heck, and pan- be like... Hey, join our record label. Maybe we'll feature you in the next Grand Theft Auto game. Hey, you know, join our record label. Join the biggest money-making, like, property ever. Grand Theft Auto? I think Grand Theft Auto Five has just made hands and fists over everything else. I know. Video games that made the most money. Go, go, Google. Top 10 best-selling video game franchises of all time. Number one, Pokemon. Oh, of course, yes. $90 billion. You want to guess what number two is? What's number two? Mario. $30 billion. Call of Duty. The Wii itself. Pac-Man. Space Invaders. Dungeon Fighter Online. Street Fighter. Final Fantasy. Warcraft. Something called Crossfire that I've never even heard of. FIFA. And then Grand Theft Auto. GTA clocks in at number 13. Okay. All right. So, correction. Two ahead of League of Legends. More than a, a single media title. One title. Grand Theft yeah. Auto 5, I do believe, has the for a single media title, has brought in about $6 billion by itself. Not not part of the overarching, you know, Pokemon universe that, of course... Over the last 25 years. Has, li- yeah, no. I mean, Pogo, man, still, still going. Yeah. Consistently ranked top 10 best-selling games of the year since its debut, five years since. Oh, uh, okay. <sighs> top 11 vid- grossing video games of all time. Those are series. That does doesn't count. Okay, supposedly now Minecraft has passed. Minecraft. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at that too. Yeah, I GTA see that now. GTA is number two. PUBG is number three. Holy crap, Terraria is number five? Really? Damn! 2D Sandbox game has gone to sell over 30 million copies worldwide. I mean, it's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a really good game. It's on sale right now for five bucks. <laughs> Uh, other news, uh, speaking of big money makers, BlizzCon, yeah. not happening hey. this year. Aww. <laughs> that, that was, oh, that was perfect. Hey, oh. 
Blizzcon. Oh, I presume not enough has happened. I mean, they they don't want to do it in person, and not enough has happened since BlizzCon Lime to make it worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Probably. Although yeah. I did see or hear that like Overwatch Two is going from six v six to five v five. Ooh. And Penny Arcade had a really good like article uh, comic about it. Man, I haven't read PA in forever. I still keep an eye on it. It's it's still pretty good. Um, but Lawan, let me see if I can find it. Penny Arcade. Uh, da, da, da. It would be like if in the on- off season the MLB decided to get rid of third base. I feel like <laughs> third baseman would be pretty upset because like the teams, right? These professional yeah. teams are six players. Yep. So by changing the game style, one of those players has to get fired. Mm-hmm. Maybe they all join together. <laughs> call themselves the third baseman (laughs) like well i was on this game and i was on this team and yeah we're just gonna make a new team of everyone who got kicked off their other team in fact we're gonna make like four new of those teams because that's probably how many people there are okay so no blizzcon no big announcements i mean they're working on overwatch 2 they're working on diablo 4 which looks friggin amazing um they're working on wow expansions because of course they are yeah the hearthstone uh mini set is going to be dropping here in a second so the what never the, mind um <laughs> yeah don't just don't even go down that rabbit hole yeah no i mean hearthstone is definitely like making them a huge amount of money um isn't it usually in october though i don't know i can't remember when the last blizzcon was <laughs> it's was it BlizzCon 2019 was the last one? Yeah. October 1st. Oh, no. Uh, November 1st and 2nd, 2019. But BlizzCon Line was in 2021 anyway. Because they canceled BlizzCon because pandemic. Yep. And then later on, they were like, we're going to do an online one. And that was this year. And they did it. But that in, was this year. Yeah, that was February. Yeah. Yeah. So, I okay. So, hopefully it'll come back. Question mark. Uh, no BlizzCon. Isn't E3 supposed to be starting like next week? Uh, June. Second week of June, I think. So next week, June 12th, two weeks from now. Literally two weeks from now is the first day. Okay. Yep. Um, speaking of which, uh, normally, you know, Xbox would have a press conference and Bethesda would have a press conference. But now that Bethesda is now bought by Xbox, they're going to combine and just have one 90 minute presentation. Is um, Tom, what's his name going to be there? I don't know. The, I'm just the head of Bethesda. Uh, I'm looking. Where's the pack? The press. Hold on. I got to find my Todd press. Howard. That's his name. Not Tom. Todd. Let's see. Todd Howard E3. Anything showing up for that? Survey says. Uh, they might have a section on Starfield. Yeah, it looks like the. So probably because it looks like they're going to talk about Starfield. Okay. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll have to keep an ear to the ground in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, Todd Howard talks a big game. Yeah, I oh, I remember the e, the uh, Fallout presentation. He he is a very charismatic person and very convincing. Uh, but I'm I'm now going into this knowing a bit more about him and how charismatic and convincing he can be. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but are you really Todd Howard? Are you are you just like, fucking with me? Like I said, Elon Musk. Are you trying Musk. to Peter Molyneux my ass? <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, like I said last week, the guy said, Elon Musk, great guy, full of shit. 
Yep. Todd right. Howard, amazing guy, also full of shit. Yep. I mean, can we please move off the creative engine into like a new engine? Fallout 4 is the same engine as Skyrim. Skyrim is a 10 year old game. Fallout 76 was the same engine. All right. Uh, we should probably hit some other topics. J.J. Abrams said he should have had a plan for the trilogy. What? You don't say. Really? Like, really? That? It took you this long to figure that out? We all watched the first one and went, okay, that's good. And then we watched the second one and went, okay, that's different. Why? Right. We watched the second one and we're like, why did you undo everything from the first one? And then we did the third one where we're like, why did you undo everything from the second one? <laughs> I'm so confused. What the hell are you trying to pull? I, re I remember and after after we watched the second one, my boss had called me. It was I think it was during a holiday. And normally yeah. that was the perfect time for us to run, you know, server updates and everything because there was nobody in the building. So he called me up and we literally had like a 45 minute conversation about that second Star Wars movie going, wait, what? Huh? This okay, strange, but oh, and then we after the third movie, we go, it's like I we don't know what's going on. I didn't see the third one in theaters. Like that's how bad this got. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't see it until I got Disney Plus, and I'm like, you know what? I haven't watched yet. Rise of Skywalker. I should probably watch that. Like I I I didn't watch Solo until we got Disney Plus, and I'm like, you know what? I should watch that. Yeah. I'm like, I, yep. I I've I've seen all the rest of them. I should I should watch that. Like I should probably watch that. I should probably give it a watch try. Yeah. yeah. No, but like I knew because eight was so bad that like. They said when they put out eight that they were still writing nine, that like they didn't have a plan for it. And my response to that is you're the company that fucking owns Marvel. <laughs> Who greenlit the idea of a new trilogy without having a plot for the trilogy? Was that was that Kennedy who did that? I don't know. But like the whole point of Star Wars is the echoing poetry. Mm -hmm. you, you can't introduce new characters with mysteries and be like, ah, someone else will write that out and figure it out because you can't properly seed it if you don't know what the resolution is. Which is my question is, do you think that was Kennedy's fault? Because I, I feel like a lot of people probably after the craziness, probably put the blame squarely on her. I mean, she was in charge of the Star Wars division, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. She was LucasArts um, president, I think. Yeah. But like, how? I don't know. How can you? I mean, she's she's basically out, right? Pretty much. Like, Filioni is in charge now. <sighs> Yeah, she's in her final year of her contract with Disney for presiding over Lucasfilms. Okay. So if they don't renew her contract, yeah. there you go. I mean, I really liked the start of episode seven, and I really liked the like foundation it was laying down. I I enjoyed how it was um, a callback to episode four, and I felt like it was a return to form and a apology for the prequels. <laughs> We're like, they recognize, like, look, we did something really crappy. We're going to do, we're going to redo four because that worked. And then we're going to build off that in a new direction. And they didn't. Mm -hmm. And I was sad. Yep. And then, um, speaking of yeah, movies. Yeah, go for it. Amazon bought MGM for $8 billion. $8 billion. EA doesn't even make that much money in a year. <laughs> 
So that's what Amazon did with all of their pandemic money. Bought MGM. Mm-hmm. Uh, question. Yes. Isn't MGM done making things? Like, didn't they close down? It That doesn't matter. Well, their, it, it, their back it, catalog? Right. It matters in that, like, they don't have a studio anymore. They just have a catalog. Well, let's see. Are they currently... Today, the company produces feature... Uh, okay, so they have Handmaid's Tale, Bond, uh, Creed that's coming up. You know what? They also own the rights to what? Stargate. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. You know what was in uh, submission and, and not moved yet to production, but in like design and pitching a new Stargate show? Well, that's great because Universe did not really end all that great. Yep, have but you, now it's you... up to Amazon to say, oh, you know what else MGM owns? The Apprentice. Oh, (laughs) Donald Trump television show, which means Jeff Bezos now owns all of the footage for The Apprentice, including the stuff that would have been cut and left on the editing floor. If they still have it. Andy, do you think they'd get rid of that? I've I've seen and I've worked on television series, reality TV television series. And there. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that we yeah, just recorded and, right over. Oh, uh, they just trash it. We record something. No, that didn't work. All right, let's just. I forgot you did reality. You you did like recording. I, you I did. A, I did. I did a hot minute of reality TV. Yeah, it was like for one summer. Yeah, and then it was nope. Like you, I remember you. Did, you it was something in Detroit. Yeah, it was um, extreme couponing. Extreme couponing. A lot, a lot of the crew had come from um, not Pawn Stars. Anti-Gun the other one, the, there was a, there was one that Pawn Stars was actually based off of, and it was out of Detroit. And I can't remember the name of the show. What the hell? It was basically the original Pawn Stars, and then Pawn Stars pawned the idea off. Yeah. And Falcon um, Nine had their hundredth flight in a row, nice. successful mission. And Jesus, they're launching a rocket every week. One rocket every nine days in 2021. That's not including what's happening down in Boca Chica, where they finally moved SN uh, SN15 off the pad. I have a feeling right now we're not going to see any hardcore pawn. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking that up. Yeah, you have a feeling we're not going to see any uh, SN launches. Because I have a feeling they're they're going whole hog. I'm building the orbital launch pad. I mean, they've been assembling it. I know, but every but time like, they every time they do an, they, uh, every time they do a Starship launch, they have to basically shut down the building process of the because they have to clear out the pad. Yeah. So they have to shut everything down, strap everything down, get everything cleared out that you know is not. So you think they're just going to finish the orbital launch pad and then resume the SN flights? Yes, because I have a feeling Elon talked about saying that he wanted. That orbital launch by this summer. Well, it's... The uh, summer of this year? That's what he said, didn't he? I thought they were looking at a 2022 orbital launch. Let's see. If I just... Elon Musk orbital launch. There's no way. They they still have to test the booster. I guess they don't need to do so much with it, though, because, like, there's no belly flop for the booster. So I guess there's not much testing you need to do on that. I mean, you know the Raptor engines work, and running three of them versus 30 of them isn't that different. Uh, confirmed via Twitter, the company plans to send its ship three quarters of the way around the Earth. Which is also interesting. Like, if you're going to go into an orbit, don't you want it to actually orbit the whole Earth at Well, least he's once? basically just keeping it over water for, like, the whole, t- well, outside of... Africa? Yeah. Asia? 
Uh, firm's application to the FCC outlines a requested period of operation beginning on June 20th, 2021 and ending on December 20th, 2021. So they've they've applied for a six-month window mm-hmm. starting at the end of next month. Yeah. Which, or basically, by the time you're listening to it, end of this month. Yeah. So he probably wants to get that orbital pad built as soon as possible. So, so that they, they can actually launch. Yeah. So they probably took SN15, put it on the pad so they could inspect it, removed the engines, loaded Loaded it up onto the crawler, brought it back to the uh, to the the fact manufacturing area, and probably just set it in the back. Going, okay, we don't need this anymore. Well, I mean, they've been just getting the telemetry and stuff off of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, just more and more Starlink launches. Yep. So should we do? The randoms, because it's that time. Okay. Unless there's anything else on this list that you want to talk about. <clears throat> um, no, nah, I think we're good. Okay. What do you got? Uh, my <laughs> random review. I've got uh, a choice for you, Dave. Yeah. Um, I can review, uh, finish, basically finish my review of Noom, um, because I have, uh, you, you were disappointed at my previous review because I had not Because it wasn't a review. You reviewed like the first two days of it. Two weeks. I reviewed the first two weeks of it. But you hadn't actually gotten into the product. Yes. Now I have. So we can do (laughs) that. Or how long has it been? Uh, since. Hold on, I can tell you when my first weigh-in was. Oh, the first time I weighed in. Really, you're not going to give me my, my my tracker? Really? Weight graph. Here we go. Okay, there we go. Uh, Mid-February. So mid-February okay. till... So two and a half months. Yes. Okay, so Noom or... Um, Dunkin' Iced Coffee Girl Scout Cookie Flavors. <laughs> So my, I, I feel like by the offer of the second one that the first one isn't actually working. Because <laughs> those feel like they're kind of contradictory. Yes, especially since this Dunkin' iced coffee that's in my hand is uh, 13.7 fluid ounces and is 260 calories. 260 calories for how much? Uh, 13.7 fluid ounces. So it's a can. Pretty uh, much. I mean, that's that's not awful if that's like your meal. <laughs> But if this is just uh, your coffee... I don't want to think about how much my coffee is. I, I brew my own, but then I add um, creamer to it and probably add way too much creamer. Mm. Uh, let's go with... Let's let's redo the Noom one, Andy. Okay. If you feel... I, I'm going to ask, do you feel like you can give it a proper review now? Yes, because Not I have... Not just a, like, I'm frustrated. Well, I'm still slightly frustrated, and but this time I have now fully explored the whole process. I now okay. am, I am now part of a group. Yep. And um, I switched from having an on-demand goal coach or just an on-demand yep. coach, which I feel like when, you know, every time I asked them a question, it was a couple days later and they responded and it was more of just like, I feel like I got thrown in a pool of questions. And it's just whoever responded first. Yep. <laughs> to an actual person who's named Lisa, who is now, you know, my goal coach. Okay. So I... Um, so when I started, like I said, I, I checked my first weigh-in mid-February, and I was 190, 192 and a half pounds, and I'm now down to, yesterday, I clocked in at 168.2 pounds. So about 25, right? That's a pretty, yeah, that's a nice drop. Um, I'm not sure how much of that is that, you know, 
how much I, I paid for Noom. And you yeah. know, I, I, uh, I got the discount because I was not going to pay full price for this thing. Right. Um, but, I, you know, I'm sitting there going like, okay, the, the Noom little like teaching moments or lessons or whatever they are, I, you know, I, it's, it's like, hey, you should try and, you know, relieve some stress in your life and get more sleep. That will help you lose weight. I'm like, well, no shit. <laughs> Like, yeah, 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 I get, yeah. You, you're going to teach my four-year-old that he should be in bed by like eight and not 10 mm-hmm. or 11 as the case may be today. Oh God. Yeah. It's just been getting longer and longer. I'm going to try and do some, I've got alarms set up now and I'm going to try and adjust the times without telling him. Mm-hmm. We'll see how mm-hmm. it goes. Good luck. Yeah. It's like, oh, you should, you should get up and walk around more at work. And I'm like, well, yeah, no, no duh. Should exercise. Well, you know, they didn't, they, one of the things they said was like, you know what? It's actually just, you know, not being sedentary. Mm-hmm. You know, don't worry about exercise. Just don't be sedentary. I'm like, okay, that makes yeah. sense. So it, you know, there's some things to learn there, but a lot of it is it's, it's stuff that I've already known. So that part of it is, you know, there are, there's a couple of things, but it's, eh. um, the weight tracking that that's just, just, it just tracks my weight and, you know, mm-hmm. gives me a trend line, which there's probably plenty of weight tracking apps out there that I could probably get better information from. Um, the group, I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, how do I describe this group? I feel like this group is a bunch of people at a wedding. <laughs> Okay. Because we, we, we don't know each other, but we're all in this room. We're all in this room for the same purpose, but our relationship to that purpose is different. And like I said, we don't know each other. So it, it feels like, yeah, it feels like the cocktail hour at a wedding and you're going, you're going stag to this wedding too. So you don't even have, you know, your, your significant other. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're all here for the same purpose. We're all here for losing weight and being healthier in our lives. Okay. That's great. But I don't, some of these people, I'm like, mm. some of these people are very talkative. Some people are just, you know, had a lovely chat with a 45-year-old gay man. That was fun, actually. Um, okay. Yeah, he was he was very clear in letting me know that he was a 45-year-old gay man when he first started talking. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Good for you, bud. Good for you. Yep. So, you know, it's that it and then there's people who don't know how to use the chat system. So it, it feels like there's people who are yelling at a cocktail hour <laughs> at a wedding. Um, the goal coach, like I said, the, the on-demand coach felt like I was just kind of thrown into a pool. And if I had a question about something so, sooner or later, somebody would get back to me. The, uh, the goal coach, uh, I'm not sure if this is like a line they tell other goal coaches, but, um, both Kate's goal coach and mine have both said, Hey, we'll, uh, we'll check in every once in a while. Like just imagine this chat to be more like email. And I'm like, okay, so it's not, you know, that's, that's happened. Both, both of us have gotten the line from our coaches saying the same exact thing. And it's like, okay, so that's what they're probably telling people is, yeah, it's not a rapid chat. So, it, you know, her, her, you know, goal ideas have just been like, okay, what do you, what do you want to work on this week? And I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's why you're the coach. You're supposed to tell me, Hey, how are you <laughs> I doing? I want with- to be healthy. Yes. How do I be healthy? Yes. So she's slowly trying to drill down into what I actually need to work on, but it's it's taking its time, especially since, you know, not responding right away, especially since she's only responding Monday through Friday, nothing on the weekends. And the weekends is the one time I actually have a sit down and actually have a thought process of it. Um, also trying to t- type out all these responses on the app on my phone, you know, trying to, I feel like I need to get a Bluetooth keyboard for some of these things. So it, yeah. Their their calorie counting is all over the map. Their um their their three color code system is also all over the map. They need a mm-hmm. good editor on that side of thing. They've got some decent recipes in there, but then you know trying to export the recipes out of the app 
There's a lot of screenshots. Gross. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's, yeah, there's, I, I'm looking at this grilled chicken with cucumber, watermelon, salsa. And, you know, I have to take a screenshot of the ingredients and then a screenshot of the instructions. And that's the only way for me to actually, like, basically, quote unquote, export it outside of the app to actually, you know, do something with it. Yeah, short of just making it in the app. Mm-hmm. Having the app open the entire time. Um, the lessons, if I'm in the middle of a lesson and, you know, something calls me away and the app, as I drop my phone, sorry. Um, and the, if I go, if I'm part of the way through a lesson and then I leave and come back, it doesn't pick up in the middle of the lesson again. It starts at the beginning of the lesson. Mm. So there's some where they ask you, hey, you know, write this down and, you know, answer this question. It's like, well, I just answered this question five minutes ago, but you haven't remembered it. So now I got to type it in again. And so some of my answers are like, no, or like one word answers. Yes, no, maybe. Because I already typed something in, but I got to type it in again. <sighs> But I have seen progress, though. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe it was the fact that, you know, actually having money on the line makes me actually, like, use it more. And like I said, the the most, the best tool was the one you actually use. So, yes, you could probably find way better things online for free. But, you know, am I, I going to renew? No. Okay. So there, there's your answer. It's, it's working, but am I going to keep it with it after my already prepaid amount of time is up? No. Question. Yes. What if you gain weight again? Well. Well, um, that is an excellent question. I mean, if you get back up to like 190-ish, are you going to be like, well, shit, I guess I'll sign up for it again. I, there's actually people in my group who is like, oh, this is my third time trying this out. I'm like, really? Third time trying this out? Third time? Hmm. Like, well, what is Or is, is that th- a bridge to cross when we get there? That's probably a bridge to cross when we get there. Okay. Granted, also, you know, um, when I was out sick for that week, um, I wasn't, you know, paying attention to the app because, you know, I was sick. Yeah. And I went from 179 down to 173 in about... Well, also being sick might have something to do yeah. with that. Yeah. All right. So, yes. No, it... <laughs> random wait topic. wait for wait for a discount and yeah okay we should hit the random topic yes random topic rolled ahead of time what is your go-to dance move the waltz also exiting the dance floor is that does that count as a go-to dance move uh, I'm trying to think the last time I danced that was not any sort of line dance. And I, I can't think of anything. Like, I've, I've done I've done the shopping cart. I've done the lawnmower. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm just, you know, if, it, if it's a line dance, I'll take that. And then I'll expand upon it. I'll do a little bit of flourish there. You know, little Wait, twirls. The point of the line dance is that, like, everyone's doing the same thing. Yes, no, I'm following along, but I'm adding a little pop to it. But then you're not... Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm... Yeah, Too I'm still late at night to have this argument. You know, I've I've got I'm still doing the line dance. So you know, when the when the cha cha slide tells me to you know move to, to the left, yeah, I'm going to the left. But maybe I'll okay. do like a little 360 spin in there, a little hop or something, and then move to the right. I'll do the, the then I'll do like that's not else. a slide to the left, Andy. If you're doing a 360 hop, <laughs> sometimes it's a slide. turn turn kick turn. No, not you. I. I, you know, line dances are, you know, once you get them are kind of boring. So I'm like, all right, I'll jazz it up a bit. Maybe even throw in some jazz hands. Jazz hands and spirit fingers. Defeats the purpose of a line dance. But yeah, I'm honestly trying to think of the last time I danced that wasn't in a line dance. I can't remember. Might have been my wedding, which, you know, was, what, 13 years ago now? Today? Oh, happy anniversary. Yes, thank you. As of 12 minutes ago. Yes. All an hour and 12 minutes. I'm oh, sorry, 12. 12 years, not 13. What what anniversary is this one? Uh, linen and silk. What did you get, Kate? 
uh, some machine washable silk pajama pants. Nice. They already broke. No. <laughs> yeah. Had a, so had them much for, for machine washable. Had them for a week and the seam already tore on the side. So now she wants me to replace all the, the light switches in the kitchen with um, smart switches. Cool. So, yes, I've returned the pants because I made made sure the place that I got them from had a very lenient return policy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I've, I've, I got her the pants. She's like, oh, it was very nice, but um, can, can you put smart switches in the kitchen? I'm like, okay, I can do that. <laughs> so, yes, I got her some nice silk pajama pants, and they broke. So now I'm, now I'm, I'm going to go to Home Depot and get some smart switches. So. Okay. So that's what I'm doing. All right. So yes, I probably should go to bed now. You should. Yeah. You definitely should. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, wait. Wait. Okay. So when did you when did you do the waltz? I mean, that's that's kind of a, my go to like dance steps for actually dancing. You know, generally to slow dance waltz music. Most of the time, when people slow dance, it's kind of you just you just hug the other person. You kind of just rock back and forth. Yeah. Or you can do like a, a waltz box set kind of thing. Yeah, we took dance lessons. Before we got married, and I don't Andy, go to bed. <laughs> Dave does not care that this is a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.